Hey, beautiful ladies around the world. How are you doing? I hope you are well. I hope your family is well. I hope you're coping wherever you are. Thank you for coming to listen to this podcast. I love it. I love what I do and I love that I'm encouraging people. And it's been nine years on this journey and I'm still here and I believe you will make it. So today I'm just reminding you again and thanking you for sharing, downloading our podcast for up and coming events, Ria Wellness Support Group and our next seminar please go to walkingoutofwidow.com. And to remind you again, I'm your coach, coaching you as a single woman or a widow in transition, looking to to facilitate change in whatever is a challenge, issue, or where you just need growth. I walk with you from where you are to where you want to be. Connect with me directly via social media. Just DM me, direct message me on Instagram. You'll find all my social media links on my website. So what am I talking about today? As it comes to summer, at the middle of the year, some of us might be getting quite tired or losing some form of momentum in what we do. Or you just need a holiday. So I thought I would do a topic on what keeps us motivated. So motivation is a word we use a lot these days. It can mean different things to each of us, different people. So I define motivation as what keeps you going even when the results you are aiming for are hardly visible. The ability to focus just on your why and nothing else could keep you motivated. The official definition for motivation is a reason or reasons for acting or behaving in a particular way. When we are recovering from grief, staying motivated can be a real struggle. So you always need a specific reason to keep you focused and to keep you going because your grief easily distracts you. Whatever stage you're at, it can distract you or even it makes you more vulnerable when you're grieving, or even recovering, or even in transition. So many gain inspiration from their children, and then being purely dependent on you also gives you a focus, because at least you have to take them to school, get them ready. However, when they become more independent, you need to ask yourself what to do, and what now, and focus on now, what you want, what you want to focus on now, because they get to a point where children don't need us as much. And there are just three tips I'm giving you today. And there's more, but the, the three I think are important are to stay motivated. Are One, establish a basic routine each day and stick to it. Sometimes when your lifestyle changes, your routine might have to change as well. So if you were always taking your children to school or dropping them or picking them up, now they've gone to uni, you might find you'll become a bit more laid back and then that routine might become slack again and it could affect, impact your motivation. So you have to constantly review anytime there's a change. Number two, have at least one measurable goal you want to achieve in a specific time frame. So when there's a change also, it can also require you looking at what you want now and that's where the goal comes into it. Now that my son's gone to uni, I have more free time. I might be working, but now I can focus on my art 
my writing, perhaps find a travel companion, a friend to go on holiday with, so on and so forth. Number three, choose a friend or colleague to be your accountability partner. I say this all the time because it makes you very transparent and it also motivates you. It doesn't mean they're checking up on you or putting pressure. You can manage how much input you want. But just the mere fact that somebody can ask you, how are you getting on, goes a long way. And this allows you to feedback. And also, there's someone who's interested in your personal well-being and growth. Sometimes when you cannot find any motivation to do just your basic, basic tasks, this could be a sign of you being low in mood or depressed. Or you could be doing things but have no clear focus or plan to get results. So you're just doing things mechanically and your mind's not in it. That could be your mood might be affected. It is best to speak to your GP or counsellor to share how you really feel. There's no shame in sharing it with someone because it gives you a, new, a different perspective or they give you tools on how to manage your low mood. It doesn't always have to be medication. And you should never feel afraid or ashamed to ask for help. Ask a family member to accompany you to seek help or the support you need. And it's always important also to do your own research. Equip yourself with the knowledge on what low mood really means. What are the symptoms? Just Google it online. So when you do see a professional, you know what questions to ask. I hope this helps. Short and sweet. Signing off now. I hope this helps. Life will always bring you challenges. But remember, it's the way we respond that engineers are overcoming. You're a widow now, but it will, your journey will transition and you'll get stronger and stronger. And so would your identity get stronger and so would your needs change. So I'm just saying again, take care of yourself, take care of your family and just stay positive and focused. Just to remind you again, please continue to listen, share, download our podcast. We thank you for those who have done so. Do not forget to rate us. A five star is good. You can subscribe to our podcast by using the link in the summary notes. To keep up to date, go to walkingoutofwidow.com. Just to remind you again, I'm a coach to single women and widows looking to engineer any specific change. I've been in the field of mental health for over 27 years. I've worked in family crisis. Name it, I've done it. So I'm here to help you. Go to walkingoutofwidowed.com. Look out for our next seminar. I've now decided to do just one day seminars now. Because we seem to be all busy, which is fine. Take care and stay well. Thank you, Yemi Majekodumi, your host from Widow Recovery Secrets.